Hello and welcome back to the Love More Live Bless podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and this is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. You can listen in for a new episode every Monday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. Happy Monday. This is your host, Crystal, and I am back with another episode full of positivity and possibly some parenting tips in there today. I am back home after a weekend um, out in Houston. I went to the Art of Possibility event hosted by a freaking master coach, my sister, Esperanza LeBron. I'm going to link to her in the show notes because it was freaking awesome amazing weekend. I am now part of a three-month coaching group with her, and I got to meet the other ladies um, live and in in person, except for two of them, because one of them's in Canada, one of them's in Minnesota. Um, But the rest of us were able to get together this weekend. And being in a room of powerful, badass women, like, wow, I had a great weekend. I am feeling so empowered and uh, know that there's so much possibility for me. So I wanted to record and share some of this because it's so amazing to not, you know, to not share. And I had some epiphanies within my group coaching and my, in the coaching sessions that we had over the weekend that I just thought, wow, people um, need to hear this. Moms need to hear this. It's, it's not, um, it's not something that we're learn that we learn in everyday life. You know, the empowerment, empowering other women, holding space for other women, being able to share. Like these women, I had um, besides one of them, and then you know my sister being there, I had not met them, I had never spoken to them, I didn't follow them on social media, and we were able within you know a day be able to spend the day together, learn from the coach, my sister, Spinanza LeBron, and able to um, share really vulnerable things with each other with absolutely no fear of um, oversharing or judgment, especially judgment. And how often do you get that when you put a group of women together? You know, I am usually more quiet and withdrawn until I get comfortable with people and getting together with this group, these, this group of women, um, this past weekend, I was just so comfortable and, so happy to learn and hear about their lives that it was so easy for me to share about mine. So that's my little rant on coaching. And if you, if you need a coach, you need to go visit my sister. I will share her link in the show notes. I'm super excited that she is my coach because I had no idea that I needed this. Um, and then there's also a couple of um, women that I that I know that are in the group that are also coaches. So if you need a coach, you let me know and I will find you the best damn coach because, wow, I did not realize how much vulnerability um, and baggage that we can bring up to our coaches and they can hold space for us. And it might be something that you don't want to tell your husband or you don't want to burden your best friend with, or you don't want to share with your sister. Um, I can specifically think of something for each situation. Um, And to have somebody that you trust and know and like 
um, that has, you know, the professional resources to coach you through this and help you decide what is next. Wow. Super, super powerful. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. I just had this amazing weekend, but um, I also thought this weekend about how important it is to spend your life living it to how you want it to be and how you feel like it should be versus um, living your life the way you think other people's ideas are of you should be, right? Um, So a big thing is like when we come into adulthood, we're still very much we, a lot of us may still be very much living up to the expectations of our parents, right? So for example, for me, as I came into being a mother, I started parenting in the same viciously strict way that I was parented. And one of the girls this weekend made a good point where she said, um, strict parenting creates sneaky children. And I thought, well, yeah, that's exactly what happened because I just learned how to not get caught as much as my sisters. You know, my sisters got caught a lot. I didn't. Doesn't mean I was the perfect child. I was just definitely the sneakier child. Um, But anyway, so that was my thing with parenting. And I would feel so judge when my parents came around my children and they would say things about why are you letting her wear makeup or why is she painting her nails and stuff like that because when I was growing up I wasn't allowed to paint my nails or cut my hair or dye my hair or put any kind of makeup on until I went into high school like teenage years you know um And I didn't want my daughter to have to wait that long. And I didn't see anything wrong with makeup or hair or nail polish. But I would still feel judged. And I would feel like anxiety when they were going to come over. Because I knew they were going to talk shit or say something. Um, And I just didn't want to deal with it. So I very much kept, um, on one hand, like parenting the way that I thought that I should be parenting because of how I was raised. And then moving into um, when I did do when I did do something differently, feeling so much anxiety about being that different mom, about doing this differently, because I thought I had to explain, explain myself. And guess what I realized? I don't have to explain myself to nobody There is nobody that holds the best mom award with a rule book that says, if you don't check these things off, you suck, right? We all are just trying. We are all just learning. And even my parents with a whole bunch of strictness that we grew up with, they might've been parented that way, or they might've been parented the opposite way and thought, you know what? We need to be strict. I don't know what that was for them, but I do believe that they did the best that they could at that time stepping into figuring out that just because I was parented a certain way didn't mean I had to be that same kind of parent was so powerful. And as it was actually, you know, during that time that I started this positivity journey and it changed the way I parented. And I'll give you an example. My sister, um, our kids are very close in age. So I have, uh, my son will be 16, her son will be 18, and her other son is 17, and our kids grew up together. Well, when she was living in El Paso one day, and I started learning about these positive parenting and, you know, being a positive person, um, I called her one day, and she reminded me of this this week, and I didn't even remember. 
And she said, you, you called me and you said this and it changed the way I parented and how I acted to my children. And she said, you called me and you said, just because they're in trouble, doesn't mean, or just because they do something wrong or bad, doesn't mean you have to keep punishing them over and over for that same problem. And we grew up in an environment where it was that way. Like if you did something wrong, like you messed up, you knew you messed up, you felt, you felt the energy in the house that you messed up and you were in trouble for a long freaking time. And that is what we did to our kids. And it's not right, right? There is a way to say, you did this. It was not the correct thing to do. Let me help you. Let me teach you. Let me show you how this isn't, you know, the right thing to do. And I'm going to give you a, a very personal example when I come back from this break. Okay. A few weeks ago, my son's principal called me and he said, um, your son was caught skipping school. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, there's no way in hell. Like he, I've never been called by the principal of any school about my child, about him. He's, you know, the good kid, the smart one. He's, you know, all my kids are very smart, but he's like, like really focused on, on school and really good grades. So I'm listening to this man telling me that my son skipped school, that he was with a group of friends, um, that first they were caught by one of the campus uh, policemen and, you know, they were instructed to go back to school and they actually didn't. They kept walking around. So then they were brought in. And I just, <laughs> and I, I said, oh my God, doesn't it sound like him? I will definitely be sure to call him or, or to talk to him about this for sure. I'll definitely be sure to talk to him about this. This is not okay. Uh, and, and even the principal was like, and I'm looking up his file and I mean, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing on this kid. He's never been in trouble here before. I don't see anything before. And that's why I told him, I said, yes, I know. He's never been in trouble before. I'm really surprised to hear this, but don't worry. I will handle it. And then maybe 20 minutes later, he's in the ROTC. So his sergeant major calls me and tells me, um, I was told that, you know, your son was skipping school and I didn't believe it. I thought they had the wrong kid. So I myself walked in there to make sure that I saw with my own eyes that it was him because I couldn't believe it was him. And he said, don't worry, Miss Mendez, I am going to talk to him and he won't be doing this again. Like, I know he won't. This is not who he is. And I wasn't worried. Like, to be honest, I was, I was, um, extremely grateful that his ROTC sergeant major was invested in him. You know, he had that relationship with his student that he cared enough to say this, there's no way that this kid could have done this. Let me go check for myself. And then let me check in, you know, with the mom, because I want her to know that I, this isn't him. So I was really grateful. And I thought that was really sweet for him to call me. And um, I texted I texted my son because sometimes they like to, to stay after school. And I said, come home on the bus. I didn't say anything else. And I, and I did call my husband and let him know. Um, and I thought to myself, one of the very first thoughts to myself was, God, if only they knew how many times I skipped school. I skipped school so much. Like I skipped school a lot. So many ways, so many different ways. Again, rarely got caught, right? So 
Um, but I skipped school. And if I would have been caught, oh my God, I probably would have been grounded for months because that's how the groundings went in my house. So I thought to myself, <clears throat> this isn't a big deal. This is the first time he's ever gotten in trouble. Like what? I'm, I'm not going to make a big deal about this. I'm just going to talk to him when he gets there. So after school, I was in my work, I was in my bedroom working and my son walks into my room and the look on his face was pure shame. Like he, he just had his head down, eyes, you know, drooped down and, and you could see that just so much weight on his shoulders. I don't know why it's making me emotional to talk about it. I think he expected me to yell at him or be mad. And I looked at him and I smiled. And I said, the principal called me about you skipping school. Like, it's okay. I'm not mad at you. And I would just rather, you know, if you don't want to be at school, you need to call me. If you need me to pick you up, I'll come get you. If there's something wrong, I'll come pick you up. Um, but you're not in trouble and you're not grounded and I love you and I want you to come to me and I want to be a safe person to you. Wow. I don't know why this is so emotional, probably because that's what I needed. That's, that's what I needed when I was his age. I needed somebody safe to tell me that I wasn't bad, that it was okay to make bad choices, but that they would have helped me figure out how to make better choices. And I really drilled it in though that I want him to know no matter how old he gets or what he does, he can call me and he can tell me. And even if I'm angry, I will never let that anger get in the way with how much I love him and how much I can help him figure something out. <laughs> I didn't cry when I was telling him this. I just said, I'm not mad at you. It's not a big deal. Um, don't do it again. Let me know, you know, communicate with me. And I could visibly see like <sighs> sigh of relief from him, you know, like sigh of relief. And he said, could we not tell dad about this? And I'm like, too late. I already called him. I tell him everything. And, you know, we kind of laughed about that. And I said, um, this isn't, the, you know, I just wanted him to know, like, this isn't like, oh, my God, you did something so bad. You're so grounded. And that's what he thought. He thought he was going to come home and I was going to lose my shit and he was going to get grounded and get everything taken away from him and, you know, all this stuff. And I also think it makes me emotional because I was that mom before, even though I'm not that mom now. And I just want my kids to know that, that they can come to me, that I am a safe person, that I will always help them figure it out. And if I was still parenting, um, trying to live up to the expectations of, you know, everyone around me, or trying to live up to the idea of what people thought about me as a mother, um, I wouldn't be parenting in an authentic way. I wouldn't be parenting um, from a place of love. I would be parenting from 
a place of pressure, right? A pressure to be perfect or pressure to have those perfect kids or pressure for, you know, everything to look good and be that picture perfect Instagram worthy mom. And I know I'm not that mom and I never want to be that mom. That's not who I am. And that's okay. And I don't have to parent the way that I was raised. And that's okay too. And um, that's what I really wanted to share today is that life is just far too wonderful and precious to spend it living according to other people's ideas of who you should be, who you should be, right? Only knew, only you know who you can be as, as yourself. Who are you as just yourself without the role of wife, mother, daughter, employee, CEO, um, friend, who are you? And so really getting into, um, being comfortable in my own skin, feeling confident with my decisions, especially as a mother, and learning from so many great teachers about positivity and love and how to um, bring that forth into your life. It changes everything, right? It changes it changes everything. It changes, it changes the way I show up at work as a mom, as a wife, as a sister, as a daughter, as a friend. Um, it changes all of that. So I hope that this was helpful. I don't know if I went off on a tangent. I think my example was really, really long, um, but super emotional and powerful. And I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, call, call me. Yeah, no, don't call me. Email me, crystal at lovemorelivelesscom or find me on Instagram. My handle is at lovemore underscore liveblessed. I would absolutely love to hear from you. And as always, this is a reminder Practice some self-care this week, y'all, because self-care matters because you matter so much. You matter. You matter to me so much. I will be back next week, possibly. I'm going on vacation, so we shall see. You've reached the end of another episode of the Love More, Live Bless podcast. Be sure to visit lovemoreliveblessed.com for free resources and get on the email list, and I'll see you at the next episode.